0: Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have a Xavier Gadlin. Gadlin is a starting offensive tackle for the Tulsa football team and is one of the top returning players on a very talented offense. Thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. I want to start off by mentioning the fact that, you know, you came in played really well last season, but there's so much room for growth on your tape. What did you work on specifically to take your game to that next level as one of the top tier tackles in the entire country?
1: For me, it's been a lot of understanding that I have to be versatile, especially in our offense. Like you were mentioning how I came in and started to tackle, but I recently just got moved to playing guard now. So it's just, understanding that I had to be moved everywhere in the offense and knowing everybody's role and everybody's job so I could perform best where I'm needed.
2: And was that transition difficult for you? No, not at all. I played
1: um, every position in high school except for center. As a matter of fact, there were a couple of games where I actually did play every position on the line like during the course of the game. So coming into Tulsa, they knew that I was versatile and they'd be able to put me wherever I was needed.
0: You did get some action there early on in your career. We know took a redshirt year as a freshman, but was able to play during that season. How do you think that experience helped you out and helped your development as a whole?
1: It helped me see the game as so much more mentally than it did physically because I knew that I had to grow so much physically, but the mental aspect of it is so much greater. Because there are some things where if you can see what's happening before it happens, especially offensive line, you put yourself in a much better position to be successful. So seeing that, going through film with older guys and coaches and going through practice and then watching games on the sideline and just getting mental reps has just helped so much when I got to spring and became a starter.
2: Like Jack just mentioned, you took a redshirt year. For any incoming freshmen, whether it be your team, any other team that aren't ready to compete, would you recommend them taking a redshirt season?
1: The redshirt year was one of the most beneficial things for me, not even on the field, off the field. I get so much more time for school. You know, some guys, they don't graduate in four years. Sometimes it takes five. So getting that extra year where I'm still getting, they're still paying for me to go to school is so much more beneficial. Cause I can, I have a little bit more leeway to do that. Or if I, Graduate early, then I can pursue my master's while I'm here and still get that paid for as well. So that ratio year is something that's really beneficial if you can get it. And then when you're when you're coming into college, you're so much better on the back end because you've got so much more experience. You know, I have going through five years of college, just it, you're going to be so much better on that end than you might have been as a freshman, as an 18 year old kid.
0: Xavier, thinking about your freshman season, was there an upperclassman or even a coach who took you under their wing and helped you get adjusted to playing at such a high level of football?
1: My coaches did a lot to help me out. One of the guys that I got connected to pretty early on was Willie really Wright. Um, he's an offensive lineman for the Browns now. He, an uh, all-around really good dude, but he showed me kind of different ways to maneuver and navigate throughout college and through college football. Um, a guy who I can really, you know what I'm saying, if I wanted to, I could call him up and have a conversation with him. So he's he was pretty helpful in that regard.
2: And let's talk about your high school career. Very interesting. As a sophomore, you played trombone in the band during halftime. You also played (laughs) basketball in high school. How do you think playing basketball helped your development as a football player?
1: It's one of the things to where, like, it helps so much the all-around game of football, conditioning-wise and then footwork-wise. Like, you have to have very good feet to be able to move on a basketball court so taking that transferring that to my offensive line skills. we also got to have really good feet it just helped a lot with development
0: now thinking about your high school career can you tell us a little bit about the re- recruiting process what that was like for you and how you ended up playing for Tulsa
1: for me it was it started off my junior year on uh, the spring got my first offer from New Mexico State and then going through spring ball, I started gaining more and more attention. Um, for me, when I got to the end of it, I was really just finding a place where I was going to be the most successful in whatever I was doing. And it was it was something that was going to be bigger. I knew it was going to be bigger than just being on the field and playing for a logo. So um, Tulsa ended up being my number two school overall. Um, they had a great campus. I fell in love with the campus when I got there. The coaching staff was very, very felt like home to me. And then knowing that I was going to get every opportunity I could to play as early as possible also helped because that's, I knew I wanted to do that.
2: And we had your former teammate, Travis Gibson, on the podcast as well, now playing at the highest level of football. How has his success motivated you?
1: Sometimes you see a guy that kind of came from where you come from, make it out, and do the things he wanted to do because Travis is actually, he graduated from Cedar Hill, which is not very far from my high school. So it was kind of like you can look at a guy in that situation and kind of see yourself there. But um, one of the things about Trev is Trev worked extremely, extremely, extremely hard. He was one of the hardest-working guys on the team, and he, he just was able to take the God-given talent that he had and the hard work and put it together and make it to the highest level.
0: And what ways has players like his success changed your mentality and the way that you go about preparing for practices or even games?
1: I don't know if it's been much of their success as it is like just me understanding that it's just, it's just a difference in the way you go about things because my preparation has changed from practices and then to games is like, especially during practice, like I have to have a different mindset about going into practice because the wrong mindset will just, it'll, it'll lead me to have a bad day. And I just, I can't afford to have bad days, especially out on the field and don't have much time. So I think it's just going through the process and, gaining more experience about the way I the the best situation for me to operate at the highest level because
2: that's what's going to help the team wasn't the season you guys were hoping for last year but new season fresh start what do you think this Tulsa football team has to do to make it to a bowl game next year
1: we just got to say true to ourselves you know we understand that every game that we play especially in our conference is going to be difficult but we're built for difficult games. We're built for tough times. We've been going through them for a long time. But I think it's just finally putting it all together. You know, you saw us against ECU and the offense really clicked and the defense had a good game as well. Um, it's just putting it all together every single week is really what's going to be key for us to make it to that bowl game, which is it's not something that we can't do.
0: Xavier. Now, being that it's going to be your third year in the program, in what ways do you hope to take on a leadership role to help out some of the other guys on this offense?
1: For me, my leadership role is built on consistency. Um, that's something I've worked on since I've been there, being the guy that's always going to be able to be held accountable, held accountable on the guys that you can always depend on um showing up every day ready to work with a great attitude and great effort is just something that I've always prided myself on especially when you know sometimes we have a little we may have a or we may have a downhill and it's being able to be one of the guys that you can lean on to kind of help pick us up as well I've, I've seen my most leadership
2: and last season was there an edge rusher that you went up against and really stood out to you as the best that you had to go up against
1: There were a few that were really, really good. Um, Kenny Wilkis from Michigan State, my first game, was a really, really good guy. Um, Just a guy that I knew was going to be really difficult. And um, although it was my first game, he he gave me some good work. Um, Sanders from Cincinnati, I can't remember his first name. He's long and athletic. He was uh, was a bit of a challenge. and then just honestly, all across our, our conference, you know, the leading sack, the sack leader for the conference was my last game against ECU. So it's just, it's always going to be a challenge whenever you're out there on the end because the guys that we play against are just really, really athletic.
0: Guys at the tackle position are going to get beat from time or time. That's the way football works. But as an offensive tackle, how is your mentality And the way you go about potentially losing a rep or not necessarily winning in the way you want to on every single occasion, what ways has your mentality strengthened or gotten better over the course of your college career?
1: Honestly, going through fall camp my freshman year and going through the season and then spring ball my freshman year helped me with that a lot because I was going against a lot of older guys who had a lot more experience and who a lot more we got bigger stronger faster than I was so it wasn't a lot of consistent winning in that regard but it was always hey get back up we got another rep to go like you can't just you can't hang your head and worry about the loss so much that you forget the next play is happening because as as long as you're playing there's going to be more opportunities to win so you just got to go win as many as you
2: can and when we talk to some athletes uh, some of them approach as a team they approach every week trying to go 1 and 0 until the end of the season is that an approach that you think this coastal football team has to take next season?
1: I think for us, it's just, I think that's an approach that we can take. I think that's an approach that, you know, it has, it has some success. It just, it's just really that approach is just really means to just stay focused on what you have. That's right in front of you. I don't think that we've ever looked too far ahead on anything, but I think that just, it's just more about us just getting the job done and just finishing things. Just that's been one of the things that's hurt us sometimes. And, I think that just being more focused on that would, would be helpful in the long
0: run. Xavier, you get to play under head coach Philip Montgomery. What has that been like? And what do you think he's added not only to this football program, but to your life as well?
1: Coach Monty is the guy that he, he, he takes care of his players. Um, I know that, especially in regards to like the way that our, our program is run, I know that he he wants to be invested as much as possible into us and he wants us to be able to come to him with any, you know, any issues or anything like that. So having a guy like that, who's, who's trying to walk out everything that he's talking, you know, he's not, he's not going to put any, you know, voided words out there, you know, he's going to put some action behind it. So that's been one of the things that I've appreciated about him and especially in, you know, Things that have gone on in the past few weeks, like he's reached out, you know, coaches have reached out. They're they're trying to make sure that we have everything that we need from a support staff, like from support wise, to make sure that we can do everything that we need to do.
2: And when thinking about your decision to come to Tulsa, at the end of the day, how do you think that decision is going to set you up for success, not only for football but life after football?
1: Life after football, I made connections with guys that I know are going to do
2: different things. So,
1: and then I make connections with coaches who may go on and do different things. And with me, my career, I want to be a teacher and a high school football coach. So it's just being able to make connections with people that may be lifelong will help me in the long run because it'll help me, you know, I might be able to go get a job somewhere. Somebody Somebody might be able to give me a reference, you know, and that's something that I really appreciated being around Tulsa is that, I've been able to connect with a lot of different people that I maybe not have somewhere else.
0: Xavier, when thinking about your career aspirations or what you're studying now in school, what did you decide to major in or thinking about majoring in and how important have academics been throughout your career?
1: academics has always been a really important thing to me that was instilled in when I was just a young kid was my dad was like you may not have to get all A's but you're going to do your best when you're in school because that's what's going to take you the farthest." so I've always believed in that um studying wise I've majored in history since I've been at Tulsa I've always known I really want to be a history major I grew up loving history especially when I was in school and then knowing that I want to be a teacher and a high school football coach I've always wanted to coach but um, being a teacher is something that really came to me when I was in, like, eighth grade. I had so many good teachers around me, and I just wanted to follow in their footsteps so I could, you know, impact the generation that was coming after me.
2: And talking about relationships, not only on the field, but also off the field with your teammates, are there certain activities that you guys like to do when you guys are not playing football?
1: Yeah, of course. You know, we like to hang out and um, maybe hang out at somebody's house or apartment, you know, we might go play some basketball or something like that. It just depends on you know what what's there to do in the city and sometimes what 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 things we want to do, but um yeah I do I hang out with the guys pretty pretty often.
0: Quarterback Zach Smith, one of the top players in the country. How important is it to have not only a strong relationship but really good communication with him to lead to success for you guys, not only as an offensive lineman but for him as your quarterback?
1: I think it's it's really important for us to have that good communication, good relationship. He's also one of the guys who's who's reached out um, you know, since we've been gone from school checking on me and making sure I'm doing well and I really appreciate it because it's it's one thing to know your quarterback and it's another thing to have a relationship with him. I and mean, you can have the relationship, you know, he can he can tell you certain things that make him uncomfortable and you can tell him certain things that he may be able to need to do better and you can always have that good relationship to where you can you can make each other better because that's what's that's really most important. If you can make each other better, then you're making the team better.
2: Is there a underclassman, a freshman or sophomore in the Tulsa football program that hasn't gotten the media attention yet but has stood out to you and should be on draft radars pretty soon?
1: A couple of them. Uh, Tyler Smith, the offensive lineman who started a couple of games. Actually, he started like three or four games last year. Um, really, really impactful for us. He came in and was just lifting houses whenever he got to the weight room and then was able to transfer it onto the field. Um, So he was really helpful for us. Christian Lovick is a guy who I know has been working extremely hard, Um, a guy that I know is going to be able to be instrumental for us, especially coming up after Shamari and Corey end up graduating. Him and Tiki are going to carry most of the load at running back, so um, I would be on the lookout for him. But, yeah, we do have um, a lot of young guys who are, who are like me and who may be younger than me that who are going to step in and be able to take on more more impactful roles especially because of how deep we want to be because you know that depth helps us to make it through long grueling seasons like we always have
0: now at Tulsa how would you describe the football culture that you guys have
1: you know we come in every day and we're just we just go to work it's not a lot of there's not a lot of talk behind it. I know there are some guys who just, they just show up and they just come to work and they they come ready to learn. They come ready to grind and ready to grow. And it just, it helps us so much because, you know, it's not a whole lot of, it's not a whole lot of, you know, lights on us. You know, it's not a whole lot of cameras on us sometimes. And you just got to be ready to come in and ready to work every day. And that's one of the things that I think that has helped us
2: a lot. As you've seen yourself progress, your collegiate career has gone on, in your opinion, what are some of your strengths as an offensive tackle? Me, I feel like my my mental aspect of
1: the game has helped me so much. Um, learning different things about what defensive linemen do, how they align to certain things, what their alignment tells you about what they're going to do, um, being able to see different things on the field, see defensive backs moving, see linebackers moving, and knowing where pressure may come from. I think that That being one of my biggest strengths because it's honestly helped me so much in being able to be productive and be efficient out on the field.
0: Thinking about the way you study film, how do you feel that that has progressed over the course of your career? And in what ways are you hoping it continues to get better for the future?
1: I feel like it's progressed because I see a lot more details now. Um, Normally, I would just watch film, especially when I was in high school, I'd watch my guy You know, see what it's like, what he likes to do with his moves and stuff like that. But now I'm watching, I I may see my guy, but I also see, you know, not on my side, but the other side, what their defensive lineman is doing. I see linebackers and how they move. I see, you know, I was watching film one week and a guy's feet was telling me exactly where he was going. You know, it's just different stuff like that, different, like really small details that just help you so much whenever you get out on the field.
2: Hypothetical question. If he could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? I've always admired Teron Smith. Um, He's a guy that
1: just he's just a beast out on the field. And it's just it's not a whole lot that that gets by him. He's one of the guys that's like a lockdown on that left tackle side. I've always appreciated him.
0: Definitely a good choice. And when watching film of NFL players, are there certain guys you take pieces of their game and add them to yours or players you feel you somewhat emulate your game after?
1: Uh, Not necessarily. I think watching NFL film is just more about the way they go about like different aspects of the game. I think I think I'm trying to say like I would watch NFL film and just maybe the way they attack a blocker, maybe the way that they're they're using footwork and stuff like that. It's it's what I most try to emulate because they're doing it at the highest level. So it's just different things like
2: that. And even though you got some time, have you thought about signing an NFL contract? And what would be the first thing you'd like to do with your signing bonus?
1: I haven't thought about signing NFL contracts very much. Um, if I had to pick something to do with my signing bonus, honestly, just put it away. Save it because there are a lot of guys. You see examples of guys that maybe just don't have money when they get out of the league, or it just goes away very, very quickly. So I just want to be able to, if I'm going to get to NFL and make NFL money, I want to be able to take care of my family for generations. So just put it away.
0: And for our last question, for any rising high school football player, based off of your experiences, what's the best piece of advice you could give to them?
1: Man, just keep working hard. Make sure you're your academics are on point make sure you as a young man are are upstanding and a good citizen um and just understand that when going to college you know it's it's about it's it's as much about you as it is about them you know they're making an investment in you and as much as you are making an investment in them so make sure that what what you want out of a school and what you want out of your collegiate career you can go find at whatever school you want to go to
0: That was Xavier Gadlin. We really appreciate your time, and we're wishing you best of luck next season.
1: Thank you, y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me.